This is a CJSR podcast. If you want to beat them, you cannot aim where the goat is currently at. Like you will never make it. You will never make it. You have to, you have to, you know, either like find the vision or, you know, walk blindly and have enough faith that you have to go way past them to possibly even reach them. Hey, I'm B-Boye Onanuga, and this is High Level Hip Hop. Fresh music from CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory. Welcome back to High Level Hip Hop. On today's episode, I'm joined by Tom, one of our show's producers. Hey, B-Boy, good to be back on the show. By the way, you're looking good, man. Is that a new haircut? First of all, it is not. And secondly, I don't know what listeners are supposed to do with like a visual comment. Like this is an audio medium, but <laughs> thank you. What do you have for us this week? That's a pretty good point. Um, well, this week I was able to have a conversation with Kari Kari, also known as CX to the world, uh, who's a rapper and emerging artist here in Edmonton. Uh, I've definitely heard of CX. What did you guys talk about? Well, I really enjoyed this conversation because we got to talk about what exactly it means to be an emerging artist, um, especially when you're still in the first few years of your craft. Oof, I definitely remember those years. I'm sure you do. And I'm sure it's something that a lot of artists can relate to. Uh, In the case of CX, he started rapping about four years ago. And although he's made tremendous progress in that time, and I'm being honest when I say that I was blown away by his music when I first heard it, um, he's also really candid about his constant struggle with self-doubt when it comes to the quality of his music. Hmm, Um, The eternal struggle. Yeah, the eternal struggle. Um, I think it's something that a lot of consumers aren't totally aware of, uh, but a lot of artists can attest to. Um, But before you have your run-ins with corrupt managers, uh, feuding artists, or, you know, quote-unquote, the haters, whoever that is, uh, the first person you have to overcome is yourself. Mm. Uh, To give listeners a little bit of a sneak peek here at High Level Hip Hop, there's this really cool video that we were shown in training for CJSR, which is taken from a lecture by Ira Glass, you might remember it. Um, for anyone who doesn't know who Ira Glass is, um, I like to call him the Bob Dylan of radio. He's the host of uh, This American Life. But he talks about something called the gap. Um, what that is, is basically the idea that when you first start making art, there's this gap that exists between your taste and your talent. Uh, although you may have really good taste, and that's probably what got you to make that leap into becoming a creative in the first place. For those first few years, the art that you make often won't reach your own standards of what qualifies as good. Uh, That can be a difficult place for a lot of artists. And it's the place where a lot of people either quit their creative pursuit or push through to the other side and close that gap. Yeah, I can relate to that. As a drummer and a musician, there's always sounds in my head that I can hear so clearly, but I just can't get to come out of my hands when I'm on the drums or on the piano trying to write. And when this happens, which is all of the time, I'm faced with the decision whether I should fall back on what I know or, or keep practicing. And I guess I've, I've made the second decision and I keep making that second decision. But 
more often than not, just a few months down the line or sometimes years, I've got that new sound in my fingers and I can look back and say, wow, I'm, I'm glad I kept pushing through. But by then I've usually got new tastes again. Yeah, you, you close the gap and then it opens up again. Um, so yeah, that idea came up in my conversation with CX um, who referred to hip hop as his bad habit. Uh, so what he meant by that is no matter how frustrating things become in the gap for him and how tempted he is to quit, hip hop is this thing that he keeps coming back to no matter what. Hmm. That's really interesting and inspiring. Yeah, I know it was really impactful for me because that's something I know I've struggled with before with respect to like writing and comedy and even music. Um, and that came up in, in our conversation. But there's definitely a lot of nuggets of wisdom in there that I found really helpful. I think we could all probably benefit from that and relate to that. So do you want to hop into the interview? Let's do it. I just kind of want to, I guess, dig into who you are and a little bit of your story and like how you got involved in music. Because um, I know in, in our previous conversation, um, before we started recording, you talked about obviously your, your local rapper here in the city. Um, but you aren't like, you weren't like born and raised in Edmonton. Uh, you moved here when you were, um, 12, I believe. 11 yeah, it was around, yeah, around 11 to 12, I think I moved here from Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering like, like what was, like, what was that like, like going from Toronto to Edmonton? Cause I know for some people, like if you're going from like, let's say Winnipeg to Edmonton, or some it's other place, a, it might feel like that going, a big uh, transition, eh? Yeah, or you might feel like you're going to a big city, you know? Like some yeah. people are like, oh, man, I'm going to Edmonton. But from Toronto to Edmonton, I feel like you might have the opposite vibe. Like, I'm wondering how, how that was for you. True. I was pretty young at the time, so I didn't yeah. really, uh, like, didn't really understand really, like, the magnitude of the adjustment. Yeah. Because Toronto is a big city, but, like, you know, when you're a little kid who only spent, really, most of his life in one or two areas, it doesn't seem like that big a change, right? Yeah, it was there was an adjustment period because I felt like, oh, like all my cousins are over here and I was leaving. Right. And I and you did have to like pack up. You had no friends. You had to come here and you didn't know anybody. Right. Yeah. I think that was the biggest adjustment is like coming here and not really knowing anybody. And you said you came here with your dad, right? Yeah, I just came here with my dad. Uh, it was me, him. I think we came here and we lived with like in a house with like eight of my uncles or something like that. Dude, it's <laughs> a lot of dudes, man. There's a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes. Doing a lot of shit a twelve year old should not see or yeah. know about. But hey, they was living their life. I think that's they're probably like in their I want to say late thirties, maybe the early forties at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they 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 thought they was young. So you know, and like my dad didn't have a babysitter, raised me by himself. So if there was a party, I guess I was going with him. You know, I just ended up being that like you know young kid who just happened to tag along. Dang, at every man. event for whatever reason I mean, it was a good time <laughs> yeah uh, like yeah, I said no, I, I learned a lot of things I learned a lot of things quickly but <laughs> yeah looking back I'm like I don't know if I should have seen that Jeez, that's, that's, I know even for me um my story is not quite like that honestly it's not even comparable I don't know why I'm bringing it up but like I'm just thinking like yeah. we grew up just with like basic cables like I never had kids channels yeah. growing up yeah, so, like, YTV remember... was the only one that was free yeah it was the only yo bro <laughs> Yeah, I know about you're, it. You're bro. speaking to me right now. So I remember I was because like we only had the one kids channel, I was watching like adult TV shows super early. Yeah. And so I was like the only kid in my third grade class watching like two and a half men. Yeah, <laughs> like no one understood. I was like, why why you know all this? I, like, I watch whatever's on the TV, but if it's free, I'm watching. 
I remember so funny, uh, like man. the one where I used to know like if it was too late or if I stayed up too late is like you know when YT turns over to like those infomercials uh-huh. at like two a.m. <laughs> That's all I knew. I was late as hell. I was like two or can't remember if it was like two or four a.m. Like it uh-huh. used to switch to infomercials. And that's how I knew. It was like, damn, uh, I should go to sleep. No, me, it was a little bit earlier than that. Me, it was whenever uh, Bleach came on. When Bleach came on, I was oh, like, yeah, Bleach. man. <laughs> damn, it's late. <laughs> I was like, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, man. So I- I'm wondering then, because, you know, showing up at 12 that's that's like an interesting age because you know you've had you've already lived like a good chunk of your childhood the thing is like yeah. i like i have some friends who like they moved here around the same age like i have a friend from jamaica who moved here when they were like nine and if you ask them they're like nah i'm still jamaican like 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 like, yeah. like my hometown is not edmonton and so i'm wondering but but there's other people i know who like they moved here around that same age but they feel as though like this is their city this is where they belong and so i'm wondering yeah. like for you like when you talk about like where you're, is there a city where like your heart is or is, or is I, it, is I it say I always like end up saying I always end up saying Edmonton only yeah. because like I believe your your home is wherever your stories are, okay. and like, I like that. I've been oh, here man. since yeah I've been here since <laughs> the sixth grade right so everything every time I've gotten in trouble everything I've ever done has been here. Yeah. Like it'd be hard for me to claim something I did when I was like six years old in Toronto yeah right yeah. like I, I spent most of my adult life here you know i started rapping here like um you know i met a lot of my friends here it'd be it just it seems like kind of a reach and i'm not gonna you know there are some exceptions some things are like you know cultural people want to you know yeah they, they still want to bully or still want to say they're jamaican because they feel like that's where they're from and that's yeah, where yeah, their roots yeah, are yeah. from yeah but as far as like like certain cities in canada like i have to say i'm from edmonton that's only because i believe that's where my stories are that's good to hear, man. Cause this podcast is about local rappers. They don't want to like, kick you off. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Ten minutes into the interview, uh, you passed the test, man. Uh, <laughs> but um, I knew it was coming. <laughs> but I, I, I guess going on to to your actual story, just like as an artist, um, yeah, I'm just interested in that because I know you talked uh, a little bit before we, in our previous conversation just about how you made the move from like you're mainly playing football, right? That was like your your main passion um, before you got into hip hop, and so like I'm wondering like how do you make that transition? Because it, it is kind of a a strange jump to make for most people. Most people who listen to rap don't make rap; they never will. Yeah, and so it's like a very small number of people. Um, actually decide to say, oh no, I, like I enjoy this genre. I can actually like make it. And so I'm wondering, like, how how did that process come about for you? At least, so honestly, like with the like standard, um, like comparison of rap and football, it's actually not that different. If you just look on look about it as like what you have to do, same thing. You have to work out. Um, you know, you have to get ready for the game. Rap, you just have you have to do the same thing. You have to practice. You have to you know get better. It's both a gradual thing, you know, but um, but really how I got into it again, like I, I told you before, is just yeah. it just became a habit. Like, you know, I'd hear a rap song and be like, oh, that's cool. Let me try that. Then, you know, I, again, it was ass. Like, you know, when I started, it was garbage, bro. Straight. Yeah. I, I, I won't even show people that. Like, I burned that book. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it just kind of like, you know, gradually, I didn't even notice how much better I was getting until it was too late, you know. Yeah, until it was too late. And, uh, you know, you started writing verses, you started writing hooks, and then 
And then it became a thing where like I just became obsessed with all my favorite rappers, like you know, like Kanye, Jay Z, like Kendrick, and I was just watching like every interview, listening to every song I could. And I remember I saw this one thing where, where Kanye is like, oh, um, when he was working at uh, Gap, he used to like just come up with hooks all the time. Like that's, yeah. that's all he did all all shift would just come up with hooks. I was like, okay, I work eight hours, I could do that too. So you know, I just started doing that. And eventually, honestly, rap just became like a bad habit. It was just something I just could not stop doing for whatever reason. Like I said, I've quit like a hundred times. Like it's countless amount of times I've quit and been like, you know what? Let me just, this is crazy. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it. I'm from a small town. Like people don't even take me seriously right now. Like what, they ain't gonna take me seriously if I tell them I'm a rapper. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, I'm done. I ain't gonna do that. I'm gonna sell all my equipment, you know, make some quick money, maybe invest it somewhere else. Yeah. But then 30 minutes later, I'm somehow in front of this mic again. Yeah. Yeah. It, it got to a point where you just kind of like, you know, accept it. It's like, you know, regardless of whether you want to do it, apparently your body does. It's, uh, yeah. So you're 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 addicted. You're you're yeah, addicted. Ba- you're basically yeah. You're just addicted to just you know like pushing your own limits on what kind of music you can make and you know it gives you a certain feeling when you make a good song and you finally you know see the process through yeah most of the times it just gets you mad because you're like that verse does not sound how i wanted to but it's just those like you know those uh uh like small moments that really you know make it worth it but i think that's that's like you know just like that in life you know you kind of work you work uh, really hard really just for a couple small moments earlier which i thought was really interesting is when you compared um rap and hip-hop to to football and you were talking about how like you know you just go through the reps and it's constantly repetition things like that and i know just like in the realm of sports like i'm a pretty big sports fan like a lot of people you know they'll have the argument about like um to be a great athlete is it more about the work ethic or is it more about like the natural talent you know like someone will look at someone like let's say I don't know if you're into like basketball or something, but I like they'll look at someone like Allen Iverson and like you can't yeah. teach that. You can't teach the way Allen Iverson played. Like that that like no. that just comes like straight from his bones. Um, yeah. And then on the flip side, you have someone like um, like LeBron who pretty much built himself into this like supreme basketball player, and he has like a whole team of like nutritionists and trainers, and it's like yeah. a, a million so hours in the gym. Top shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so sometimes you see people have that argument of like to achieve greatness, like, is it more about um, just the reps and the continual, um, the continual repetition or is it just about that natural ability? And I'm wondering, like, when it comes to music, because I think people or just art people have those same debates in your experience. Do you feel like when you started, there was like, I know you said it was ass, but I mean, was there at least some that natural ability, that natural talent, or was it just like going from zero um, and building yourself up to where you are now. I don't think so, honestly. I don't think there was um, there was natural talent. I think the only thing that was natural about uh, was was me wanting to rap. That was the most natural part was me wanting to rap. But I can't say I was actually naturally gifted. First song yeah. I ever wrote wasn't wasn't a hit or anything even listenable. Yeah. 
but it was um i think the biggest thing is those and and i always hear this because i have this conversation all the time with people whether you know it's talent or if it's hard work i think it is really um what is it honing in on your own gifts like you can still do something as long as you can master your own gifts whatever you got yeah so if your thing is just like you know you're you might not be the best but you're just the most tenacious you know the most he wants it the most you need yeah. to find a way to master the ability to use that into you know going up against any opponent yeah like the, 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 i think the issue is that people look at people and be like oh well he's naturally gifted i'd be like he is there's but there's nothing you can do about that yeah yeah you now have to find out what you're good at or what you're not good at and, and find out either way to fix those things that you're not good at or master the thing that you are good at i think a lot of people get caught up in this like you know oh, I wasn't born talented. You know, I didn't come out the womb dribbling or writing a poem. Because that's what happened to me. Like when I first started, the reason I didn't rap when I was younger mm-hmm. is because a lot of these guys' stories, like, you know, were like, yo, wrote a poem, like in his mother's womb. You know, it came out before he did. And it's like, it's like you know, it was just like this, <laughs> like this super extravagant stories. How, you know, in yeah. the sixth grade, they were triple A students, like, you know, yeah, scholars yeah, yeah. amongst children or whatever there were. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I was like, you know what? I can't do that. And I was like, yo, I'm barely passing this school. I was like, there's no way I can be a rapper. I was like, there's no way I could do anything. This thing. I didn't even get really introduced to rap till junior high school. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a moment? I'm just curious now. Like, was there a moment that um, sparked it for you? Because I know um, just even from the conversation we had before, like I mentioned, uh, like I, I wouldn't call myself a comedian at all, but I did. I did stand up for a while. Um, and I remember the, the reason why I ended up starting to to do stand up was like I always thought I was like a funny guy, like just around my friends and stuff. And I remember yeah. one day I was watching um, The Tonight Show uh, with Jimmy Fallon and this comedian came on. Brian Regan was his name. No disrespect to Brian Regan, but this is what happened. Um, and he came on The Tonight Show. It's like the biggest late night show on earth. And he was horrible for five minutes. Like it was the driest, worst thing I'd ever heard. And in my head, I was sitting there at home. I'm like, yo, if this guy is this bad. <laughs> and he can be on the tonight show. I can make it. <laughs> I can do this. I can I can do this yeah. for a living. And I kid you not, a week later I was at a comedy club <laughs> telling yeah. jokes on stage. And so I'm wondering, like, for you, was there a moment and it might it might not be just hearing a trash rapper, but I mean, was there a moment for you where you were like, yo, I think I can try this? Um, or was it just like that gradual like growth of that passion? It was honestly like a lot of gradual growth in the beginning because it yeah. was, it, at first it was just like something like I, I live with my roommate. Uh, uh-huh. Shout out to Keel. Um, at one point, and yeah. like, yeah, and like, <laughs> he he would always ask me like, "Yo, uh, like, yo, you coming out tonight?" I'm like, no, nah, I'm just gonna sit, I'm gonna chill and write some rhymes, right? Mm-hmm. And I was doing that like almost, I was doing that all the time. So it's like every time somebody asked me to do something, I'm like, nah, I can't. I got, I got to write some rhymes. I was just doing that, and I was doing that, and I honestly just did it because I wanted to make better songs. But it wasn't until I think I hit a low in my life where I was like, uh, I basically just became a robot where I was going to work. I was coming back and I wasn't even writing rhymes. Like I was just coming back. I was eating and I was going to sleep and then I was just repeating. I think like a year of my life passed. Mm-hmm. And then one day, like I was at a low and I just sat down. I was like, you know what? Like I want to rap. Like I'm already at the bottom. Like I don't have anything yeah. to lose. And that's really just like kind of what ignited the whole like, okay, I'm just going to go in on this. Like uh-huh. at any point, like it doesn't matter. Like what, what am I gonna tell? I'm poor now. Yeah, I'm getting poor. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm already broke. Like what, what yeah. I got to lose, right? Yeah. yeah. Quit when I'm done. Now when I'm tired, I don't leave nothing unfinished. 
Now that you start, that you finish. Feel like I'm pop, I was finished. Whoa, come on. They got a list of the best. You can go see that I'm in it. I do not waste any minutes. Breaking the door, they hinges. Pushing myself to the limit. Me at the top of the mountain. That be my number one image. Treat like a game, not a scrimmage. That is the secret to winning. Life is just you at the goal line. Everything for the ninjas. You want to get off the Rap's an interesting genre, I think, compared to other ones because it's. Rap is like one of the few, or at least the culture around hip hop is what is 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 like probably the only one in music where it's like to succeed you also need to be very very rich. Like it's it's very like yeah. your success is tied to um, your income, and like you could be critically acclaimed, you could yeah. you could be like a really beloved rapper, but if you're not like rich, a lot of people would say okay it you haven't work. really made it. Um, and on the flip side, like I know um, just a, just a couple of days ago I was having a conversation with Arlo Maverick. And I was talking to him about it because he's been he's been in the game for a while now, like over twenty years. Um, and you know he's he's obviously he's had like national and international recognition, but he's not like let's say like uh, like he doesn't have a hundred million dollars or anything like that. Like he still you know works yeah. a nine to five job, but he keeps going. And so I'm wondering like for you, like what does success look like? Is it like like what wh- like where do you have to get to to feel as though like you're actually making progress? I think. For mm-hmm. me, at least, um, at least from like musically, is one I feel like I've uh, I've truly given like the music I produce everything I possibly think I can give it. Like that's to yeah. me, like success. When you're, you know, when you're releasing music that you think is truly like what you're capable of, right? Yeah. At least for for music, but um, for money though, like honestly, <laughs> it's. You know, it's it is what it is. I'm, you're trying to make money, but I would honestly rather make my money outside of music, because the demands of being like, I want to be the best. Though I'm not gonna lie, as yeah. a rapper, I think that's what the one thing is I loved about rap is it is an incredibly competitive game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Regardless of how you try to shape it, like you know, we can all be friends, but at the end of the day, there's only one throne and there's only yeah. one crown, and everyone's everyone's vying for it. It's just how it works. And Do I don't think there like needs to be to any like animosity that? against. Pardon? Do you feel like it has to work like that? Because it, it is weird. Like, when you really think about it, it is weird how rap is the only, like, competitive genre. Like, you don't see, like, folk singers going like, yo, I'm going to no, kill you. They, 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 yeah, like, yeah. You don't see country singers being like, yeah, you done. You done. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really work like that. I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. Like, rap is the only genre where, like, it's just, like, there can only be one true, one true, and the rest of y'all are just behind him. Yeah. I don't know why it's like that. Do I think it needs to be like that? Oh yeah, I yeah. I, there needs. <laughs> I I believe in everything. There needs to be even the slightest bit of competitiveness just to keep you going, right? Yeah. I think that I think honestly, I think because once you because what I've seen a lot of artists and some of my favorite artists, what happens is like they'll talk about they'll be poor, you know, they're at the bottom. No one said they're gonna be a rapper. Then they'll they'll get that acclaim. And the money and the fame, and then they kind of plateau because now they have nothing really to aspire to. Yeah, they've reached like they've seen they've seen the view from the sky. Like no longer makes sense. But like when you have like a competitive feel, like rap, where like if you relax even for one second, somebody's trying to overtake you. I believe that that helps some of these guys push, you know, push their own limits, and you know, try to try to create even better songs than they did last year. That's interesting. So then, so then to go from there, could you say that like for you? And I'm not even gonna say for you because I think this is the case for a lot of for a lot of people who like make rap. But 
but I mean, does success not just mean making the best music you can make, but also just making better music than everyone else? I think when uh, I think those are one and the same though, because when when you make the when you make the best music you can you make, you yeah. can still be number one, right? You yeah. don't actually have to like conform to whatever's hot at the moment. You can make some some ridiculous, you know, whatever, just ultimate version of your own sound and it can still go hot. I mean, look at like, look at a not lot of the number ones. They aren't like conventional number ones. They're just songs that, you know, were weird or so specific that everyone just vibed with it. It just happened to be yeah. Gangnam Style. You know, like music. Yeah. Is going on there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're all it, dancing to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, honestly, like, there's, there's a lot, of, even like people like Tyler the Creator. I love Tyler yeah, the Creator. It's not for that. everybody, but he can still go number one. He still does. Uh-huh. He goes uh-huh. number one as the weirdo he is. And he just, he doesn't try to be what people push him as he just tries to continue on his path of discovering himself and it and ends up making great music and it and it still pushes forward he's still competitive yeah yeah that's interesting so now and i'm wondering so like are the are these the kinds of things that you're thinking about um when you're writing when you're writing your music like like when you like i don't know like do you, do you produce or you mostly just write I produce a little bit, honestly, but not so much yeah, that yeah, I call yeah. myself a producer. Okay, yeah, that's fair. like I do it out of I do it out of necessity. Like I'm like, okay, I'm poor, can't afford this beat. Okay, I'm like, mix it up, right, I'll do that. Just change it enough so you can't get sued. <laughs> yeah, just change it enough, man. I'll be like, I'll be like, I know it's a sample, some drums, yeah. and a piano. I can make that. I'm, like, I'm right. about to sample ninety five percent of this. Yeah. No, but uh, cause you know, cause then I'm wondering, like, so like, are are those the kinds of thoughts that you're having, um, like when you're writing your music? Cause, cause like, like, like I said before, like just listening to your, to your like discography or your library, there's a lot of different topics you touch on. Like you talk about, you talk about relation, you like talk about like your relationship with your girl and stuff like that. You talk about like your work ethic and like climbing to the top. That's like something which like is frequent, um, and and a whole bunch of other stuff like like I think like broke is broke is a really funny song man like I, I, I I'm gonna tell people to check that out I was just having a good time with that song that was, yeah yeah broke uh, killed me oh um, <laughs> that yeah. one um and so I'm wondering like like when you're writing your music like when these ideas are are hitting you like like what are the kinds of things that you're thinking about or is it just like do you just let the ideas come to you or are you sitting there and like you know trying to like grind out some sort of topic or some theme no i just honestly i just use my life at that point i was really broke so i just wrote a song yeah. that. that was it and then i just tried to make the best song about being broke that i could at that yeah. time that was it like um i think a lot of people try to get lost in like you know trying to make the most like woke song or like the best whatever song but i just try to make that song to the best of my capabilities at that time yeah. And if I'm not happy with how it came out, then that's great. Cause then that means I have room to improve. Yeah. But like, um, but that's really how I go about songs is like, sometimes I'll pick sp- uh, specific times, uh, topics and be like, okay, well, this is going on. I want to write about this. And I'm like, yeah. you know, how can I go about that? That's not like, you know, like done before or like, you know, super obvious, right? Some I count today. It is a joke. Same more amount today. I know and I hope. I am so tired of me having nada. I want the world in a whole enchilada. I want the palace like one's in Granada. I want some Louis, some Fanny, some Prada. Stay real, stay frank about zero dollars in my bank account. You know you can't stop me. Got a style that you can't copy. I was quiet, now I'm hella cocky. Flow is cold. It's out and sinister. I had to turn myself to Mr. 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 Mr.
kind of going to my last question. Um, this is something I've been wondering about. And I think, like, you're a really good person to ask this because, you know, it's really interesting talking to you because I know I've met, I've met a few people who were in the early stages of their artistry because I think you said you've been doing this for, like, four years now? Three, four years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, still, like, the early... Four. Yeah, so still in the early stages of the artistry. And, like, you... And you talk about, like, with your friends. They see you progressing and getting better. But, like, for you personally, maybe you see that progress going a lot slower from your own perspective. And so I'm wondering... You know, it seems like sometimes artists can be in two different places, um, especially in those early stages. There's either, like, in a place where there's a gap between their talent and their taste. So it's like, you know what good music sounds like, but you just feel like you're not making yeah. it yet. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people start because like you start because you, you can hear what makes good, what makes music good and then you try to emulate it and recreate it. And those first couple of years, you're really struggling to, to reach that or you progress beyond that and you get to a place where your talent is at a high level, but your recognition is behind it. And so like, you know, you're making good music, but it's like other people haven't caught on to it yet. Um, yeah. And so I'm wondering like, do you feel as though you fit into like one of those two places or are you like in some totally other place um, with your progress and like with your artistry? Honestly, I feel like I fit into both places. I personally believe right now that my music is good enough to be recognized for something. Yeah. Is it the greatest thing I've ever heard, uh, ever made? Probably not. But I think it's good enough to stand on its own as like, you know, an up and comer. This is what he made and it's good. But the other way, as far as for me, like I, I always get mad because I'll listen to something and then I'll hear at the level of like someone like Kendrick or, you know, Cole is rapping at. And I'll yeah. be like, damn, man, I'm not there yet. And like, I'll, I, it helps me like realize the gap, you know? Yeah. Like it's, you don't, you don't realize how far you are from something until you play against somebody who's actually good or do something with somebody that's actually good at it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, and yeah, that, that kind of, but instead of like, you know, letting it like destroy my ego and make me feel bad, I'm kind of like, okay, you know, it was actually a little bit closer than it was last year, that distance. Maybe I just got to keep going until like, my goal is to keep going until I can get past that level without actually realizing. Right. Uh -huh, Cause I, I don't, yeah. I don't set, I don't set, yeah. I don't set my goal at them because you'll either be equal or you'll be lesser than them. Right. You have to set it past those people. You like you, you that inspire you. Yeah. Yeah. Like something that somebody said to me that actually had to do with football that I never realized is like a lot of people dream of going to the NFL, but how many of them actually dream of being in the Hall of Fame? Mm. Right? That's a bar, like, man. Yeah, that's like that's a much greater height. But like most people just think about getting into the NBA or the NFL or the MLB. But but a lot of people don't understand that like to me and to a lot of people, like even if I made it in rap today, let's say I got sort of recognized and, you know, I was a Z-list rapper, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's yeah. only the start. Like your MLB, your professional sports, your professional artistry career is only the beginning. Yeah. This is not the end goal. You just got into the door. That's it. Yeah. It's everything from now, uh, from then until, you know, the future of your career that actually is going to define it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, I think I've heard a similar quote where it's like, you like you might as well like just like shoot for the stars because like obviously you're probably only gonna make it halfway. Yeah. And so like you just aim, dream as far as you can, yeah. so that if so halfway is like, oh, I made it to the to the clouds, which is already pretty yeah. high. Um, True. <laughs> right. And especially if you want to get into like 
you know, things of like trying to beat the people that, you know, that like, you know, the, the goats, if you want to beat them, you cannot aim where the goat is currently at. Like you yeah. will never make it. You will yeah. never make it. You have to, you have to, you know, either like find the vision or, you know, walk blindly and have enough faith that you have to go way past them to yeah. possibly even reach them. Like if you're, if, you're, if the, if like, if, if where you want to be is on, on the, the moon, you need to aim for Saturn, bro. Loki, I don't even know what the last planet is, but I feel like Saturn's pretty far. <laughs> man, they got me on the spot, man. Yeah, I, think uh, I don't even know. What is the last planet? Uranus? Planet? Uranus, yeah. Is, yeah. is Uranus? Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, damn, I don't even know. I, I think Saturn's pretty far. Shout out to Pluto, man. Yeah. <laughs> ah, damn. Yeah, they did you wrong, Pluto. They did you wrong. That's so funny. So then, so then I guess it's just to kind of just to kind of wrap up then like the question is like so like where where are you shooting because i know it's so interesting because you call rap like a bad habit you know it's yeah. this thing where it's like it's this itch and like sometimes you're like i quit this i'm gonna sell everything but you find yourself back at it yeah. and so when you look like a few years in the future do you like what do you see and i, I know like for an artist that can be kind of like a scary thing to do to like try to look into the future but i mean do you see yourself still doing it or do you find yourself kicking the habit um, finding something uh, else no. to replace that rush. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I doubled down. I think it was this year I doubled down on it. Nope, uh-huh. I am a certified fiend now. I'm not. <laughs> you know, before I felt like uh, you know a functioning addict. Nope, we gave that up. We we're going straight yeah. to the streets now. We are completely in. Yeah. And it's kind of a point where like it, it just became a point of like I'm not going to fight this. Like it's just something that regardless of how I feel about, I need to do, and I have to make it happen. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna do it to the best of my abilities, and I'm gonna go as far as I possibly can. Cause why not? Like I don't, I I couldn't tell you what my limits are, but I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna find out. Yeah, and that kind of sounds like what you're telling yourself, like even on the track, yeah. like and let and let it to let it to myself. Yeah. that's the big thing. Like I I broke letting myself literally because there was just times where I have doubts and like you know I'm like you know, but you got to realize how far you came, even though that's really hard for me, honestly. And yeah. and another thing that really honestly what motivates me more than how far I came is how far I still have to go. Uh-huh. How much more of the story and how much like how much how many more stories and how far the journey is and how much fun it is. Because honestly, you know, every time I do something, it just adds something to like you know adds another story I get to tell people about like what I had to do to make it here. And now, here's Letter to Myself by CX to the World, recorded live this summer at CJSR Studios. I know you at a low right now, but I still believe you're going to make it. Somehow, some way. 
You should be shattered by now Your mind and soul should be in tatters by now From all the disappointment The contrary belief The struggle made you a beast And even at the bottom there's so much enjoyment A single step at a time is all that it really takes To go from peasant boy to kingly anointment Your lack of chagrin and wanting to win Made your losses into lessons When you learn to trust the process, what a blessing A poignant reminder that dreams and desires Are truly only forging the fire You require the strength to move Even when you be in a tide You're wasting time on complaining about the cards you were dealt It'll happen, just believe in yourself Many battles on the road to being great Make sure that you learn from your mistakes you're missing every shot you don't take It's okay to bend but don't break Many battles on the road to being great Make sure that you learn from your mistakes You're missing every shot you don't take It's okay to bend but don't break I know I get it you man cause you feel behind I know it's testing your patience but give it time Everything that's overnight success is usually rapid in decline You've been steady on your grind Others still waiting for signs Gotta have the patience Every day just say your goals aloud, let them ring Daily affirmation and let it manifest Oh, you think you've passed the toughest part with bad news Cause you haven't yet, but that's half the fun First to fight and the last to run Turn the heat up till it's half the sun Don't stop until the plan is done Be delusional in fact and say I am the one They doubting your percentage on the shot, tell them pass the gun Make sure that you give it all you got and you'll stack the funds Moving forward till your back is numb You about that action son Challenge it, accept it, turn your back to none Many battles on the road to being great Make sure that you learn from your mistakes You missing every shot you don't take It's okay to bend but don't break Many battles on the road to being great Make sure that you learn from your mistakes You missing every shot you don't take It's okay to bend but don't break And that's all for our show today. Thanks again to CX to the World. Today's show was produced by Tom Dekezi and myself, Biboye Onanuga. High Level Hip Hop is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. The first three episodes of our series are out right now, so go check them out. And make sure to keep it locked to 88.5 FM Tuesdays at 9 p.m. for future episodes. Find us online at highlevelhiphop.transistor.fm and on Facebook and Instagram at highlevelhiphop. You can also email highlevelhiphop at gmail.com and let us know what you think of the show. Our artwork is done by Esther DiMalanta and original music by Sasha Liebrand. Special thanks to Miles Wilkinson for recording all the tracks. Until next time, bye humans. <laughs>